Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey guys, before we get started, here's Ashley to tell you about our new sponsor, Indeed. When you start your hiring process, you may have questions. Will you find good applicants to choose from? What about education and experience? And how will you know you've made the right hire? Indeed is here to help. Millions of great candidates use Indeed every day to find their next opportunity. You can post a job in minutes and use screener questions to help create your short list of applicants. Fast! Also, add skills tests to your job posts so you can be confident in your applicants' abilities. Their library of more than 50 skills tests ranges from industry-specific skills like accounting to general aptitude tests like critical thinking. Indeed gives you the smart tools to make hiring decisions quickly and to be confident that you're making the right hire for your team. Post your job today at Indeed.com slash Nolan and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. That's Indeed.com slash Nolan. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Offer valid through March 31st, 2020. Can we just say they both sound like porn sites? Okay. <laughs> Hello, Twizzlers. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark, but starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie Nolan, Ashley, and Jay. It's Tammy Abrams from New York City. I'm 11 years old. And oh. This is my first time calling. Um, I was wondering, if you were in a piggyback competition with sports players, who would be your sports player you would choose to hop on their back? Thank you. Love you. Mean it. Bye. P.S. Katie Nolan, you should start making more YouTube videos. Bye. <laughs> hey, Katie, why don't you make more YouTube videos? I don't know. No, Katie Nolan. Love guess, he only refers to you as Katie Nolan. I guess because I don't have time. Uh, I have a question. He said his name was Tim. He gave first and last, and he kind of blurred them together. Is Tim? I mm-hmm. think it's Tim. Tim. Hi, Tim. Um, what is a piggyback competition? What's the goal? I think it's just a race, but one person's carrying another person. Like a, okay. Like so it's not, I didn't know race. if it was like chicken fights. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. That was, that pause no, that's was shoulders. me. That pa- that's piggy. Oh. No, piggyback is, that pause was me thinking through if chicken fights was problematic. Mm. You never, you not ever say a context, phrase that yeah. you say in your, in your childhood that you haven't said in a long time and you have to pause before you say it and you're like, is that? Cause everything we said when we were kids is racist. Um, <laughs> All right, so piggyback competition with sports players. Whose back would I hop on? I'm really glad he didn't waste time thinking we'd want to be the one carrying someone else. Yes. <laughs> I mean, pretty pretty obvious. Yeah. Who would yeah. you carry? A, Megan Rapinoe. Maybe like a jockey. You know, yeah. someone oh, like... Oh, smart. Or a smart, coxswain. Smart, smart. Yes. Jay, now that we know Jay, what a coxswain is. Jay. Uh, I would... Th- um, Usain Bolt. Mm, done. He's fast. Right. And you said it's a race. But is it he, is. Do you think he's strong enough? Like, what the fuck is that like, supposed to mean? I mean, they, they do have... Do I think he's strong enough to what, Jay? You got to have two specific skills in a piggyback And race. what's the second one? You got to be able to bear some weight. How much? Not necessarily a lot. <laughs> it sounded like... Well, probably like 90 pounds. Yeah, yeah. like between oh, 90 and 98 pounds. Wet. 98 pounds drenched in water. Sure. Uh... <laughs> How do you feel about that? I feel great. Okay, good. He's a real strong man. How do you feel about everything that just happened? Less great. Good. Yeah, that's usually the point here. All right. <laughs> I'm a, a little bit heavier than 98 pounds soaking wet, so I think I would probably need someone who has a little more upper body strength. I was thinking someone who is used to carrying things, like a ball, one might say. Um, somebody who is used you're to- you're, you're the- Go ahead. Just, Sorry, go ahead. You know, someone who's used to running with their hands, you know, holding a football. 
I'm thinking about a football player. I assumed. I was thinking about a running back since they are kind of like, you know, you got to lean forward if you're, you got somebody on your back. Like a running back kind of has that like running motion. This is the person who tells us we go long on the pod every week and that we need to hurry it up. Ultimately, I say the name Cordero Patterson. Nice. He's really fast. He is. He's still six two. Yeah. Last year he had, um, he hit like 22 miles per hour on one of his plays. We gave her too much time to prep for this. She googled miles per hour of a punt return. Guys, he returned a punt 102 yards. So like we don't know how long this race is. This race is short. He's got the quick burst speed, but he's also got the distance. Nice. I got Cordero Patterson. Okay. Uh, uh, Jay? Uh, I'm going to go with Dave Batista. Nice. See what he did there? See, he started, and then he's going to tell us why. Go That's ahead, That's how you build anticipation. Go that ahead, is Jay. not how you Sorry, build anticipation ahead. famously. Uh, Dave Batista. Listen, he's real strong. Is that the guy who plays the guy in the Marvel movie? Yeah. yeah that's oh, true. yes. Yeah. It said athlete. Yeah, he used to be Sports a wrestler. Sports players, actually. Didn't I he? thought uh, So I thought I was doing a bit. I thought you named a soccer player that I didn't know. And I was like, tee hee hee, is that the guy from the no, Marvel it's movie? it's the Marvel guy. He seems okay. like he's strong, also knows how to perform. Also wow. What, what like, does performance I have to do with know. it? I mean, listen, if I'm going to be out there and winning, I want somebody who knows how to like show up and do that. And not to say that these other athletes can't, but I feel like Dave... I host a podcast with two weirdos. My, I feel like Dave's going to be my guy. One, we don't know how he is at running I at think all. he's pretty fast. I've seen what, him run in movies and also in, in, you know... What movies have you seen him run in? He runs in Guardians of the Galaxy. Does he? Yeah, and then he was in that bat. That What's his character? Drax. I could yeah. not yeah. think of. He's that. in. He was in that. Uh, I don't think you bad Uber movie with Kumail called Stuber. And you he, saw Stuber. Oh, I did. How was it? Not great. Okay. Uh, did he run in it? Yeah, he runs in it. He's like a we badass cop. Okay. And, uh, I think he's I'm, on these posters of this new movie that's coming out, and I sure. see them everywhere. So he's been on my mind. So he's on a wow. poster. So, so you picked them because you piggybacks. Just, Top of mind. Just how what? Tim, how strive to be better. All right? <laughs> Aspire to more. You're 11. Your whole life's ahead of you. You don't have to. It doesn't have to be like this for you. <laughs> but thank you for your phone call uh, and for your question. If anybody else He's is He's 51. Listen, don't be afraid of- How old's Cordero Patterson? Yeah, he's got to be mid-30s. 30? Yeah. Mm, 30? Check. I would say 30 is my is a guess of mine. <laughs> I'm eating Twizzlers because I have low blood sugar. 28. All right. I was close. It's like reaching his peak right now. Reaching his peak yeah. at 28 I as a football so. player? What peak are you going by? His piggybacking peak. Neat. Famously. If you want to, <laughs> leave off a voicemail. What? Boy, oh boy. Going to be a pod today. 860 <laughs> What the hell? That's 860 What the hell? <laughs> 5571. Hi. Hi. We got a lot of pod to get to today. Unless you have something you'd like to friend Lily banter about, I'm happy to move forward. Wow, let's do it. Getting right into it. Uh, guys, it's third month crazy time. I was gonna say, what in the world? Hey guys. No, wait, it's, I get it. Do one more time. Hey guys. It's, it's, what? Third month crazy time. It's March. (laughs) We do brackets in the month of March. So you may be tuning into this podcast being like, Katie's got to talk about that big Vipers win this weekend. The Vipes viped up and got a big win. She's not going to do it. Maybe you're thinking, I'll, Katie watched an AEW professional wrestling pay-per-view and tweeted about it. And boy, I'd love to know her thoughts. That's too bad. You're going to have to wait till April because it's third month crazy time. And you guys make us do brackets. Today's bracket. Today's bracket's weird. Today's bracket was born of a conversation Ashley and I were having last year during third month crazy time. 
uh, where we were at lunch trying to figure out a bracket. Mm-hmm. And I said there are certain words on a menu that make you want food more and there are certain words that make you want it less. So today we're going to do a bracket of food descriptor of – oh, my goodness. Today we're going to do a bracket of food descriptors, <laughs> uh, words used to describe food in the title of the food that are supposed to make you want it more, I assume. Mm. A lot of adjectives on menus now. Mm. Some I f- I'm fine with. Others – Gotta go. We brainstormed a list of about 703 and we <laughs> narrowed it down way. to 16 and we're gonna uh, eliminate. If this moves quickly, which it might, maybe we get into the Vipers. Ooh. Maybe we get into AEW. Who's to say? What I can say is that first, this podcast is brought to you by Beta Brand. So Ashley, what in the world do you want me to do with my voice to tell the people about Beta Brand? Can you tell us about Beta Brand as if you were Miss Piggy trying to end a meeting because she has to pee? Do pigs pee? Sure. Yes. Sure. Uh, how does she? I think every how does animal she talk? pees. How does she? No, not how does she pee, Jay. I had moved on. How does she talk? No one? Uh, Kermie. Yeah, that's good. I miss Kermie. Like this? Yeah, and then she gets Is angry, too. Is she having too, a little like, bit of a, a red in her throat? She's like, hi-ya, hi-ya. <laughs> Who says comfy can't be work appropriate, Kermie? <laughs> Beta Brand wants you to look good so, and feel good, even at the office. Speaking of feel good, let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> Their dress pant yoga pant features ultra comfy styles, Designed to impress. Is she always raspy or am I just overdoing it? I think it's a little munch, but it's good. How does she... I don't know her. I haven't listened to Miss Piggy in years. Where'd this come from? Keep doing what you're doing. Okay. They're wrinkle-resistant four-way stretch pont... Pontinit? Jay? <laughs> How do you pronounce that word, Jay? <laughs> Why don't you try I'm it, I'm looking Jay? for it. You, What are you looking for? Are you going to Google it? No, I'm looking for the words written. So pont seems read. right. Pontnet. Pontnet fabric. Thanks, Ashley. Yeah, pont. Is super. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I told you I'm in a rush. I'd love to wrap this meeting up my quickly, fault. My please. Fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. It's super comfortable while still looking very professional. And they have options for all shapes, sizes, and tastes. Boy, do I have to pee. (laughs) It's not really a lot of vocal cues for that. (laughs) But just really quickly, before we go, Beta Brand connects shoppers and designers to bring new ideas to life. They welcome feedback and bring crowdsourced ideas straight into the design room. Ooh. Sounds like a thing she'd do. Shoppers can vote for designs to become crowdfunded projects on the site. Hundreds of designers and thousands of designs on their site so far. They're comfy, easy to wear, very fashionable. You get it. It's really nice. Let's just wrap this up real quick. That's why I started wearing Beta Brand's dress pants. Whoops, a little bit came out. Beta Brand's dress pants yoga pants. Visit betabrand.com slash Katie, all lowercase, because if you capitalize it, it does not work famously. To get 20% off of yours, millions of women agree these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. That's betabrand.com, B-E-T-B-R-A-N-D.com, slash Katie, all lowercase, very important, to get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants, Kermie.
I'm going to go pee now. I don't know. There's no, what do you do verbally when you have to pee real bad? I think you did a great job. I continue to not know what you're going for on those. Entertainment. All right. All right. It is the sports food descriptors bracket. Here are the words we, and look, this is the thing that makes me so mad about third month crazy time. This is why I hate third month crazy time. We know there's more than 16 words used to describe food on menus. I know that. Did you know that? I did. Did you know that, Jay? I I knew it. Look at that. We all knew it, but we have to pick 16 Mm -hmm. because we have a podcast. Will Kane has a radio show. He needs the studio. We got to get out. Here are the 16 words that we chose. First, these are the first round matchups. Spicy versus homemade. Dry aged versus glazed. Smothered versus flaky. That's a tough one. Blackened versus moist. Zesty versus seasonal. Pickled versus whipped. <laughs> dusted. It's like something dusted, right? Mm. But it doesn't matter what. Versus boiled. Grass fed versus creamy. Yikes. Wow. Wow. What a bracket. Did anyone have a favorite word that didn't make it? If not, that's fine. I think mm. we picked all of our favorites. Or like le- or best content generating words. Most controversial. Most discussion worthy. Great. Nobody liked any great. I'm Love good. that for us. I'm not gonna uh, say a bunch of French stuff. It's the jokes oh I didn't make. Oh my goodness. Flambéed. Yeah, great. Love great. that. Brûléed. Blanched. Super. Blanched? Blanched, yeah. Whatevs. <laughs> All right. So, Ashley, describe your seeding because you explained it yesterday. You didn't seed them. So I didn't seed them. It, I feel – we didn't have Steve this year. So if I had seeded <laughs> that them – That sounds like, – <laughs> He's I still with he's us. He's with us. I just wasn't able so work to here. enlist him to yeah. help on this. Got it. And I figured that if I seeded them, you would – I'll know my opinions on them. Right. And also the issue people always take with brackets is what the seeding is. They like don't care who wins. They're like, oh, you should have given that one a fifth seed. It's oh, like, that one are... got an easy walk. To the... It's yeah. like, but it... these are just words. We're just using words. And I'll let you know a little secret. Lean in really close. All oh, this is an audio medium. All this, <laughs> all this is is a vehicle for content. It's just a way to have a conversation about the words they use on menus. They don't win anything. It doesn't mean anything. All right. So the people that, you know, now I'll go back to normal talk. I just told the secret to the real, the real ones. The real ones, no. All right. First matchup, spicy versus homemade. Jay, I think you're going to have to represent for the spicy contingent here because Ashley and I both famously not spicy tolerant oh i was definitely gonna go spicy yeah i know we just i like the word spicy uh i just don't i have do not have the tolerance for spicy food yeah i like spicy when it's not describing food like in any other context like ooh, that's spicy that's a a good thing to include too i mean we can is it not can like the word i mean if you like the word you like it i have an argument against homemade Okay, I have a lot of arguments against homemade. Go ahead. If you see homemade on a menu, that doesn't make sense. I know. Because you're at a restaurant. And there's whose home did you make it at? Correct. I agree. So uh, immediately I'm like, I'm out on homemade. I'm also out on homemade. That's why this is a tough first round matchup. Mm. If there was two things on a menu, if it was spicy pasta and homemade pasta, 
I'm taking the homemade pasta over the spicy pasta. In yeah, this head-to-head matchup. If it were spicy, it. spicy sauce or homemade sauce. Chilean sea bass. Homemade Chilean sea bass. Still taking I'm homemade. taking spicy. Trying yeah. to scrape it off. Mm, no way. I can't, like, if we have this conversation all the time when we order food. People sneak in unnecessary spice all the time. That's why I respect when it says spicy on it. So that is helpful, but it's also a very clear indicator. And just so that we know, no Ashley me. and I are aware this isn't cool. It's not our favorite <laughs> thing about ourselves. We're not like, yeah. yeah, screw spice. Like I wish I love the taste of buffalo wings. I just have to get the mild because my mouth hurts. Yeah. I don't like to be in pain when I eat. Yeah, Eating brings, brings me joy, me joy and not pain. How about right. a spicy margarita? Yeah, see, I'm in on that. Versus right? a versus a homemade margarita? Still no. Just, I, have my you ever issue, made your margarita? Yeah, shirt? I have. And let me tell my you what, issue, the spicy one's better. My issue with homemade is is exactly what you said, Jay. It's that um, whose home did you make it at? It yeah. doesn't make sense. Housemade, I could like get into. Handmade. Handmade, sure. Fresh, like. Homemade. You know, Homemade Unless we're talking sense. about chocolate chip cookies. Also, it's usually described to it's used to describe like meatloaf, and I don't think meatloaf should be on menus. We've Agreed. we've discussed that I think on the podcast. Yeah, already. That was a tweet I think, but I don't think meatloaf should be on a po- on a podcast <laughs> or in a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So, Agreed. Uh, and I think homemade also is more of a liar than spicy. Yeah, that's true. It not just in the sense you didn't make it at a home, but they're using it to manipulate you into thinking this is a more interesting dish than it is. Spicy at least describes the food you're eating. Yeah, it's, it's homemade honest. is not dis- a description. It doesn't tell me. It doesn't. I can glean no information from homemade. Well, okay, I'll accept that you're a liar. That argument. If you have like something that isn't a barbecue sauce, right? A homemade barbecue sauce means you're adding. The vinegar or the ketchup or the sugar or the, you know, whatever, however you make it, you're making that yourself versus you're getting sweet baby rays. Like you made yeah, yeah, it, but I don't think you're just buying I think most restaurants are, 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 well, not most, I guess. But like on a, on, if it's the so whole meal original, is homemade. our original sauce. Mm. Yeah. That's kind of the same thing, just longer. Yeah. Not the word on the page. Not the word on the page, which is, uh, would you read what the underlined it says? Food descriptors. Bracket. Yeah, so we gotta stick to the bracket. I know, but that's what I'm saying is homemade. I would use homemade over original. Personally, mm-hmm. I would because I think it conveys a sense of like you can trust this. All yeah, the but, it, but I'm are, saying it conveys that, but mm-hmm. it's based on nothing. It's, it's like writing mama's cornbread. Yeah, like your mom Who's didn't mom? make this cornbread. Whose mom made this cornbread? This corn to me, what that is like. All of these words are just like. Here's something you can expect from this dish. Right. You're telling me homemade that this tells cornbread me nothing. is going to remind you of cornbread you ate when you were younger in that it's I a comfort I don't think you believe what you're saying. And pro- I do. And probably overloaded with butter and like maybe cheap ingredients that make it really But what if good. my mom, what if, this is a hypothetical, mm-hmm. were like a raging alcoholic. Mama's cornbread to me would be like, this is gross. I'm not going to eat it. Mm. Mama means something different to you than it means to me. Same with homemade. Right. So you can gauge whether homemade is a good thing for you or not. Right, but it doesn't change with the dishes. Spicy means like, I, I know changes, what I'm expecting. I think it does imply a change in the preparation of it. No, also, no, I'm saying if you say homemade, that mm-hmm. means one thing to you and one thing to me. Mm-hmm. Spicy means the same thing to both of us. No, it doesn't. Spicy to somebody who can tolerate a lot of spice is like, well, how spicy well, is this? Well, you know like, at least to ask how spicy is this versus – how homemade is this? Right. How homemade <laughs> is this? Did you your, actually make what, what was your home life like yeah, so I know how what you tell mean me about when your you childhood. say homemade? Was it a good childhood? Right. Was it bad? Was dad there? Or was he gone? Right. Got to know. I'm moving spicy on in the next round. I, I also am. But one more point for Ashley, just so she doesn't 
feel like she's losing her candidate with a spicy item, you could then ask, is there any way to take the spice out of it? Versus Can you home- take, is there any way to make this in an alley instead? You can't do that with homemade. Is there any way to make this here at the restaurant? Excuse me, I would really prefer if you whisk this in the back. I would love these mashed potatoes, the homemade mashed potatoes, but is there any way you could make these here? I just don't have time for you to go home and make it. I think that argument is not going, like, that's not going to work for a bunch of these. Like, you can't be like, oh, can you make this less seasonal? Well, I'm just trying well, to... Well, you can't, uh, right? Trying to appeal, can with spicy. I'm trying to appeal to you who does not like spicy. For me, spicy, I'm like, I'm in on that because I like that. But right. for you, you don't. And I'm saying even you could get value out of spicy. No, it's it's not... It's I am not valuable as a descriptor. It's does this descriptor make you want an item of That's food value. more or less? Yeah. So, like, to me, if anything says spicy in any capacity, it's a no. I'm not saying, can you make this less spicy? I'll like ask for something that doesn't say spicy and say, how is this spicy? And if like, to me, it's never going to make me want something more. But Whereas the homemade thing says, could be spicy. It could be. But if I'm looking at two items on a menu, one says spicy, one says homemade, I'm not taking spicy. You're, so I you're, might take you're just completely ruling out the like when it gets there, if you're happy with it or not, or like if you can glean any information for it. Like, I think we're coming into it with different criteria. Intentions. Mine is what word on a menu will make me more likely to order it. Uh, an item and if it's spicy or homemade i'm taking homemade over spicy do we want to go with that from here on out because then this bracket will be over in five minutes we can do that i think we're trying to crown the best food descriptor which means that there's multiple categories in consideration i hate third month crazy time it's my <laughs> least favorite of all the months here's what we know is we good never, is making the rules in the middle of the game yes it's just we <laughs> never establish rules we never feel good about them when it's over we will crown someone that i hate i don't know why we do this katie lean in it's I just, just a method to have a conversation. Don't do my thing. <laughs> don't do my thing. I don't think our pod listeners will continue to listen to the podcast if we eliminate spicy in that, the first round. You can keep spicy. That's more than fine. I'm well, just I have to be true to myself. I have to follow my heart. There was a bachelor episode last night. He followed his heart repeatedly, so I'm gonna follow mine. Do we get to find out about that today? Uh yeah, if we have time. Okay. Spicy moves on. Ashley is uh performing a heel turn at the moment. Mm. I'm a big wrestling fan, so yeah, keep your hands in your pockets. Right. Uh, hey, chill. Uh, n- next up, <laughs> dry aged versus glazed. Mm. I'm going with glazed. Here's why. I don't understand what dry aged is. I think I saw an episode of Billions once where they walked the rich guy down into the where they age the meats, and it's literally just a cold. It's not a fridge, but it's like a cold room where they just leave the steak out. Mm-hmm. And I don't like thinking about that. <laughs> I know it's supposed to make it more delicious. Right. I've heard the word crust used when discussing what happens to it when you dry age it, that they're like a crust forms on it. And I'm not, I don't, I understand that's rich people shit. I understand it's cool to like rich people shit. I don't, when something says dry aged, I'm like, mm, wet age it if you could. Yeah. I had to look it up because I never know. Mm. And to me, it, it implies that it would be more dry, which isn't, doesn't make any sense, but that's right. what I think. So I looked it up and it's, Beef that has been hung or placed on a rack yep. to dry for several weeks. Yeah. The weeks. key effect of dry aging is the concentration and saturation of the natural flavor as well as the tenderization of the meat texture, which is totally counterintuitive. The opposite of dry. Of dry. Yeah. I also – I don't love to think about like how my meat is like – Sitting around. Yeah. Yeah. Wait ha- for you to Literally be hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> like the cow's dead but you can't eat it yet. Yeah. Weird. Jay? I'm for dry aged. Naturally. Of course you Shocker. are. Shocker. Uh, I 
don't have any like the reason that i'm for it is because i've had it and it's delicious Mm. and like it makes it feel like they've taken more care to prepare this dish whereas glazed to me like immediately says like some sort of salmon i don't know why glazed donut there's all kinds of glazes there's a balsamic glaze yeah that's i'm into that that sounds nice yeah um but a dry aged steak yeah sounds good i like steak I like steak too, but I like so it. So do I. I tender. like it. Yeah. A nice tender. Yeah, salt but rub. it is tender. Mm. Salt rub. Yeah, but good. I don't Not think that when I read dry aged. Yeah, dry aged just skews me out. Glaze is moving on. Woo! Sorry, Jay. I hope you're not okay. upset that you lost your candidate, Jay. That's okay. Do you want to give me any reasons why I should join your team or are you good? <laughs> <laughs> no. Next up, smothered versus flaky. This is a tough this one. This is tough because they're so opposite. Yeah. Smothered is like, okay, what are we thinking? I'm thinking onions. Usually it's like a like a smothered and caramelized onions. Mm, I was thinking like a sauce, a like sauce. a biscuits and gravy. Yes. And it's just smothered. smothered in that gravy. So wetness. Mm-hmm. Flaky, dry, but in a nice way. Yeah. Like a biscuit. Mm. Oh, they're, so this, they is the biscuit, some, they this is the both? biscuit bracket. Wow. The, biscuit, <laughs> the biscuit bracket. The biscuit division. Uh, smothered versus flaky. Man, all right. Buttery flaky makes me think of that old people commercial <laughs> from the diner, incredible. which makes me happy. Yeah. Smothered, you're right, like biscuits, gravy. Now, I'm not a big gravy person. Okay. Mm. I'm just putting that out there. Well, what you, about like just, smothered you know, and butter? Ashley's <laughs> eyebrows didn't raise. Nothing changed on her face. She just looked at me and went, mm. and I <laughs> hated it. Is she sure. trying to decide what I'm that not, means? Yeah, I just don't really like gravy a lot. Okay. Like because well, well okay like growing turkey up turkey gravy or are you talking about like growing biscuits up and gravy? my mom would make gravy out of a packet mm. yeah i think a lot of people did it's that isn't gross tasting no and i don't what you can make really good packet gravy i just did, never understood what it was and why i was supposed to want to eat it and then it would form that film on the top yeah, yeah. the film not into it great yeah so i just never really ate gravy uh i'll eat biscuits and gravy when it's like a sausage i love a sausage yeah, gravy sausage gravy's delicious mm. um but i'm not really into like gravy on mashed potatoes on that that's sacrilegious to me wow yeah i like i'm just butter salt garlic i like all of those things and then i like smothering it with Ruby. gravy <laughs> you can have smothered mashed potatoes Ooh, with yum. what smothered with what cheese sour Which arm cream is it that you're having a heart attack your left. left or your right left all right just keep an eye on it is it tingling yeah do you smell toast no, that's, that's a, a stroke. stroke. Oh. <laughs> well, I was just wondering. I'm hungry, so if I die, the audio of this podcast will be great, though. No, like listening to really them try numbers. to work through what it was. Did you say we do really good numbers? <laughs> I, was, I said no, thank you. For the record, you I'm said, out here hoping that she's. Okay. I, was I just meant that people would be like, listen to them trying to help her, asking if she smelled burnt toast, and then them realizing that it was a heart attack, and then it was too late. Take a listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one other th- important thing to note is. I think smothered is actually a cooking method as well, which just means you it's, brought notes. I printed them out for you too. Oh, I don't have them. Go yeah. ahead, read it. I gave you two pieces of paper. It's a food cooked in a covered container. Mm. So I think it could mean like it might be like smothered fried chicken, but you just get fried chicken. But it means that. Oh, so you're saying? Well, then for me, I would go, that would make it flaky because that's misleading. I don't understand then what I'm getting when I get smothered. I don't think on a menu they're using it that way, though. I, I think that's probably on a recipe. I don't know that that's also true all the time. Like if you cook something that's covered, it's not necessarily smothered. Could be broiled. No, it couldn't. It could be could be roasted. Could be roasted. Mm, Which be. is roasted on this list? No, because no. it's too it's too basic. Too basic. Yeah. 
Um, man, smothered flaky. I'm, I think if we're going by Ashley's original logic, I think I'm flaky. Mm. I think if something's described as a flaky biscuit, I'm more likely to get it than if it's smothered. Because smothered to me sounds like death. Well, smothered when you smother feels like something, you need to be in the mood for it. Well, so in the English language, off of a menu, smothered has a negative connotation. Yeah, that's true. That I was feeling true. smothered. I wasn't feeling protected or covered or snuggled. I was feeling smothered. It also just feels very like gluttonous. Yeah. It's like you're not just getting some sausage gravy. You're getting like sausage gravy. Too much. Yeah. It's like, I oh, kind of want the monster truck. So much that you gravy. are struggling to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a time and a place for it. Like if America. you're hungover and you're at brunch <laughs> and you're like, oh, I need that smothered. But like, yeah, other that's than that, fair. Like, time and a place a for lot. smothered. Time and a place for smothered, but I'll always go flaky. Jay, I bet you disagree. I actually tend to agree with you. Flaky is like lighter and fresher, more fresh. Mm-hmm. So I can get into And it that. usually means a carb. I'm really tossed up. Yeah. If I mean, we're talking it can flaky be fish. fish, I'm less in on it. I think flaky definitely goes with fish mm. as well. So that mm. is something to consider. I think my only, my only hesitance with flaky is when it's too flaky that it's just a mess and it's like gets all over your fingers it's and crumbly. it's too dry. And it's crumbly. No, no, there's there's flaky that's too flaky. A, a croissant can be flaky yeah. and like all the little Hell pieces yeah. are coming off. So what? Yeah, you get, you're gonna eat a croissant. You just get in there. You just get in. But it's like if you take a bite and then you there's would just residue, would, like on your chin of and like your shirt. You're yeah. like, okay, this might be a little little more than I bargained for. Right, but I think but smothered is going to be a little bit more than you bargained for it'll later. Be in more a you bargain, yeah. more than you bargained for. Yeah. Right, even when it's telling you bargain for this, you're like, I'm not ready. Yeah, smothered. So I moved too little. I moved flaky. On. I already wrote it. Yeah, I think yeah. That's I'm good with flaky. Call. Fish gave me pause, but we'll bring that up in the next we, round. next round. Oh God, this round. This one's easy. Blackened versus moist. Let's go ahead and move blackened <laughs> on. <to laughs> what? No, no kidding. Ashley, no, no. So no, okay. Ashley. So for the record, last night Ashley's gave us this bracket so yep. that we knew how to prepare for it. Okay. And I, I didn't. Immediately <laughs> I like to do it live in the room. That's what you're going to do. As you can tell. At. Improvisation. Mm-hmm. And, Improvisation. Uh, <laughs> he just let him be weird. Go ahead. Uh, I immediately responded and I said, LOL at seed number eight and seed number 16, which are moist and creamy. Okay, Jay, when you, can you, and it's Ashley, not erotic news of the week. And Ashley responded, it. oh, I just seeded them randomly. And I was like, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to make sure we got that seeding conversation in. She, it gives room. her a lot of stress. It gives us all stress. The selection Sunday is a, a, is a lot of pressure. It is tough. It's tough. And the seeding, and it's all, I'm telling you, we're giving these disclaimers. It's still all we're going to get is feedback on the seating. Oh, yeah. But there is no seating, so they, can just, they won't care. Also, uh, this is why we can't just like tweet out the bracket and be like, play along, because people will be like, what's with, the-? I'll just get tweets all day about the seating. I've tweeted other people's brackets and been yelled at all day about seating. I just, it's not I think fun. if I, if we tweet it, I could crop off the no. numbers so it's no. just the words. No. And then they can just, you can tweet it. it. I just, it makes me unable to see the mentions I want to see because I'm flooded with, I'm smothered. Nice. Speaking of which, Ashley, tell us why moist is an okay word to use. (laughs) Only on cake. Only on cake. One, that is part of my argument. Yeah. Cake is very good. Yeah. I would much rather have a cake than something that is burnt. It's not burnt. You're thinking of char- no, uh, charred. Char- no. Blackened never tastes good. Blackened? Yes, it does. Blackened, blackened no, chicken. Blackened chicken is just tastes like burnt no, chicken. No, it isn't. But you're thinking you're of, you're right thinking, you're thinking of, of burnt. Not. Wait, what's the word I'm thinking? What we just said. Charred. I know. It's, it's different. Diff- it is different. Charred is more like. Blackened is you put spices on it and then you cook it. Yeah. And I don't like the taste of it. I've never like, I would not order something that was blackened. 
moist outside, like the, we've talked about smothered as a word outside of food descriptor has a negative connotation. I just mean when I see it on a menu, I think of the negativity of it. People associate moist moist with disgusting, with grossness stuff. Only on a menu is it safe. Right. But this yeah. is what we're talking about on a menu. Yeah. And if I see it's like wow, she moist chocolate that. chip cookies, I'm, I'm starting out. to come around. I'm moist chocolate out. chip cookies, moist ch- doesn't have to be chocolate lemon cake for people who don't like chocolate. But like, why did you just get annoyed at an invisible person and like somebody like, was already mad at someone's you? Someone's like, oh, chocolate. She cake. rolled her eyes. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like chocolate. I had a whole conversation with myself. Like, I, I'm I'm taking it. I think there's other words you could use that aren't moist though. No, we've rich, talked about dense. Rich is totally decadent. Rich and decadent are both different. That's like you have to take Sweetness. a small bite yeah. or because it's a lot like those truffles we got that time. Yeah. Like that's rich. Decadent is like, wow, this is over the top. I need to, I can only have one. Moist is like, this is not going to be dry. It's the perfect like texture. You could argue all cake should be moist. You shouldn't yes. have to say it. I was just going to say Who's that. like, oh, In it's theory. a moist cake. Mm, yeah. So I, I kind of want a dry one. Put, like the, <laughs> there I was is, hoping more for a crumbly one. <laughs> there is though like. In the preparation of cookies, for example, people like drier or crispier cookies, and then there's like a moist cookie. And you're like, okay, those I can they just call see. those soft, though. Soft, soft is, like I think, is the same. Melty. It's like melty, Sorry, Jay? melty, melty. Cho- melty chocolate chip cookies, melty. No, Jay. Yeah, you know what I'm talking Jay, about. Like, you pull that, you pull that cookie apart. Well, how do you I'm describe it? No to you. How do you moist. just? Could, that's how you describe. It. If you pull a cook, chocolate chip cookie apart and the chocolate chips are like gooey. running. Gooey. Great. Like you, almost, you almost even said it. You almost backed up into it while you were arguing. I'm for, in on gooey. Okay. Not in on moist. Don't ever want to say it. Hate that I just this said it. This sucks because I'm, I, this was an easy one for me. It was like blackened, duh. And now you're making me think, look, we all hate the word moist. It's like in the zeitgeist that moist is hated. If there's one place moist is allowed, it's on a menu. It is. That's what we're doing. Food descriptors. Mm-hmm. As a food descriptor, moist is the – that's the only time it's acceptable to use it. So if we eliminate it in the food descriptor's bracket, what's moist going to do? There's no there's no room for moist. As far as I'm concerned, it can remove itself from the dictionary. All of these out of context are going to be great. If we were a podcast <laughs> that did drops, again, these out of context, really strong. I feel very strongly against I like black and chicken. I like black and chicken, but I don't like it every time. I got to be in the mood for it. Yeah. Is there does does blackened ever apply to anything besides yeah. chicken fish? Fish. Maybe? You it's could just blacken a pork chop. Pork, pork chop. A pork chop. Sorry. <laughs> you ever had a blackened pork chop? <laughs> God, Ashley. I go to a restaurant because I've never. I would never order something that said blackened. Like if that was the only like thing on the menu, I'd be like, fine. But most of the time, I don't like it. It's just in Cajun food, they blacken a lot of. Yeah, and you know what true. they and use a lot of. You know what it probably is spiciness. So much spices. Yeah. Well, that's There's inevitably a well, spicy one in there. Don't mix apples and oranges. But we're not, talking about blackened. We're not talking about spicy. Bl- well, spicy already moved on. Yeah, you're gonna have time not, to talk about spicy. I'm just again. saying why. we can relitigate spicy in just a second. <laughs> I don't like blackened. So you don't like it with who it's associated with, but that's like saying like, no, hey, no. I don't like Katie I because I don't because- like her friends. Wow. Oh, wow. What? That was a double burn. Where did we go? <laughs> really like quickly. You like her friends? I'm talking. You're I'm, my I'm, only friend. I'm Ashley right now. <laughs> you guys and my boyfriend. <laughs> that's it. Okay. Yeah, that's like saying I don't like Tim because I don't like who he hangs out with. Well, Tim left a very nice voicemail. That's very rude Not that Tim. Different Tim. I'm talking Poor about the Tim. other I'm talking about the Tim that people, we don't like. Wow, Jay. Talk about Tim Allen. Oh yeah, there's other reasons to not like Tim Allen other than his friends. Man, this is tough. I'm voting for Black and we but know. I know what Katie's going to do, and I hate it. 
I'm voting for Blackened. No! Yes! No! That's a terrible decision. Think about the content. Moist versus flaky. What a great conversation. How is that a great conversation? Because it's a really good conversation. Direct opposites going head to head. It's voting, already been moved I'm on. voting for Moist. Yeah! No! Can we just say they both sound like porn sites? Okay. <laughs> Zesty, moving on to the other side of the bracket. Zesty versus seasonal. I'm confused by Zesty. I'm confused by... Wait, I'm going to count to... Wait. I'm going to go three, two, one, and we're all going to say the word that we most... Like, uh, what Zesty is most often used to describe. You think Zesty, <laughs> you think of this. One, two, three. Ranch. Ranch. Dressing. It's ranch. God, I thought we'd all what say What did it. you say, Jim? Carrots? I don't know. <laughs> We that's the word the big dress example said the, I would say three, two, one. I said one, two, three. I, I, that was the word that popped in my head. I don't zesty know. Ranch. They always say Zesty Ranch. Okay, spice. I can zesty buy ranch Zesty seasoning. Ranch. I don't want you to buy it. I wanted you to say it. You said carrot. <laughs> you said mark. Italian, Italian dressing, which, yeah, you're right. Zesty Italian is probably more likely. Zesty is like, it's got a little zip on it. Yeah, but what what is that? Pizzazz. It's What's like saltiness? Zip? What is that? A fresh, vivid, or oh. invigorating flavor. See, all those are kind of different. Nothing. Doesn't mean that it's not fresh. You wouldn't say a nothing. zesty salad. No. Yeah, but if it had maybe if Italian put, like, some on it, citrus. right? But if it said fresh, the I don't think zesty is fresh at all. I think zesty is zip. Yeah, it's it's zip. Mm. It's a little bite. It's, it's a like little, a wait. It's a little zesty. Vigor. Yeah. Seasonal. I don't. I mean, I'm in like, on seasonal because I want it to be in season. Right, but here's the thing: is like. It feels like when a menu says like we use seasonal tomatoes, it's like well. Just in this dish? What are you using in the other dishes? Seasonal is a word that's very problematic to me because like we don't use, we don't pay attention to the seasons anymore. We want avocados all year round. We want, you know, kiwis all year round. There's more apples in the fall and we get, you see that, but you can still get an apple all year round. Mm -hmm. I think we've messed with the seasons. So then using seasonal on a description on a menu to me is like, so all the other stuff's bad, which it is. I, I, you know, get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just think that seasonal is a word that's like, we used to do it that way and it should be done that way, but mm. it's not being done that way. So why do it that way on one dish? Well, I think there's demand for all the other dishes, you know, like you want those whenever you want them. Mm. But if you're in the mood for something very fresh, which is at like the peak of its flavor, you know, like if you get an apple and you eat an apple like somewhere on the scale over like how long are apples good? Two weeks? I have no idea. Like, yeah, it's fine. It tastes different at the different points that, tracks. that you eat it, you know, like depending on its freshness. Have you ever been to like a a tropical climate and had like a banana from there or like a pineapple yeah. from there? And you're like, wow, this it's is unbelievable. It's yeah. like. mango. A fresh mango. I was just going to say a mango from it's, a tropical place. It's Ooh, not that extreme in restaurants because it's usually like squash. Right. But it's always squash. It's yeah, squash. So seasonal often. squash. I'm going for seasonal squash rather over than zesty. regular squash. Yeah. Well, but would you go zesty. like seasonal squash certainly. over something else on the menu that's not seasonal? Well, like, I think that's what Katie is saying. I don't like, know. I mean, if I want blackened chicken. Well, I'm thinking like tomatoes. They'll be like, oh, these are seasonal tomatoes. These both. And, you're, and that does make me order it more. But then I'm like, but that other thing I had had tomatoes in it. And there was no, they right. were just regular old GMO tomatoes. These both feel like they're sub description words. Like, you're not going to order seasonal squash or zesty whatever. Wow. Can't even name a thing. I can't. Carrots. 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 Fine. Zesty <laughs> carrots. That's not going to be the whole 
dish name. It feels like the words that are used to describe the, the dish side, underneath it, the yeah. subheading. Mm. These feel both like subheadings. No, I, I feel like it could be like zesty lemon chicken. Okay. Zesty lemon chicken is right. Yeah. Fine. And seasonal, so that's just like seasonal even fish. more lemon salad. Zesty just seasonal means varied. tomato, seasonal melon salad. Fine. I'm in on that. So you're picking seasonal. I'm I'm with seasonal because zesty lemon salad just means it's more lemony than you thought it was going to be. No, I think it means there's pepper in there. I don't know. Just was the first thing that came out of my mouth. A zesty yeah. lemon salad feels like they put a little bit of like. I mean, there's probably pepper in there because vinegar that's, makes it good. But. Yeah, maybe it's vinegar. It's like kind of like vinegar, pepper. It's a little bit like, like acidic. Or... It makes you go woo. That's how zesty sounds. Ooh, ooh. like mm. like you wince your your. It's like sour almost, but also spicy. But not too much. It's halfway yeah. between on a on a spectrum of sour and spicy. <laughs> it's half. It's right in the middle. It's sweet and sour. No, not sweet. Sour, spicy. Oh, sorry. It's like Nip. that's the noise. Power. Okay, that's not helpful. Yep, that's so good. zesty Nailed or it. seasonal. I think I'd, I think I'm going seasonal just because zesty seems like so niche, but I don't have a problem with it and I'd like it to know that. I'm not mad at zesty. Mm-hmm. It's not keeping me from order, ordering something. Yeah. Like I think I'm kind of meh on both of them. Right. So let's just move seasonal on. There we go. And move on to this next one, which I have a strong opinion about, which is rare. Pickled versus whipped. Would you care to give your strength? Pickled is big right now. Everyone's pickling everything. Mm-hmm. They are. Um, and to be clear, it's just putting stuff in vinegar. That is true. And jars. Well, she's got a list, so. Yeah, where's my pickled definition? A food preserved in vinegar or brine. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to move whipped on to the next round. Yeah, no kidding. Pickled to me, it's, everybody's doing it. And it's like, it's closely related to me to fermented. Yeah. And it's just aging stuff that I like to eat fresh. Mm-hmm. I love pickles yes. so much. Outside of pickles, I don't like many things pickled. I don't like pickled onions. I think they get weird. I don't like kimchi. I know everybody likes kimchi. I just don't like pickled stuff, and I think we're pickling everything. I think um, when I see something described as pickled, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. But then I'm often, like, if I have to eat it, I'm often, like, surprised. Like, oh, that's not as bad as I thought. That's actually kind of good. Yeah, but you wouldn't. But I would, it. yeah, if I see it, it would turn me off. Whipped, my only issue with whipped, we can get into it in the next round, is, like, I don't like a whipped potato as much as a mashed potato. Mm, but what about a whipped cream cheese? I mean. Let's go. Ugh, whipped, moving on. Jay, did you have any pickled thoughts? You I don't seem like, like a guy who likes pickled I don't stuff. like pickles. Whoa. Uh, I Does never, Brooklyn know? I, yeah, I know. I've <laughs> let down everyone. Uh, no, I've never, I've never been into pickles. I think I'd actually probably order like a pickle, something pickled on a menu before I would eat a pickle. I would, could eat an entire jar of pickles. Wait, what? I you wouldn't eat a pickle. I don't like pickles. I love them. Not into it. A whole jar. Wow. No, thank Spears you. Spears are my favorite, but I could also do uh, the half. What are the half ones called? Half ones. Yeah, sure. Everybody also wants to do their version of like a pickle. They give you like, oh, our house made, house made pickles. <laughs> house made is better. Than house made is better than homemade by a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, next one. Dusted versus boiled. It's tough. Dusted is is a little bit niche, but there's a lot of like chocolate dusted, Cheeto dusted. <laughs> uh, you know, but what are the other dusteds? It could be like dusted with powdered sugar. Yeah. Praline. But, yeah. There's like cocoa. There's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To me, this isn't close. If something's described as, as boiled, boiled, I'm like, gross. Yeah, but I don't no, also don't you. like dusted. I don't like when things are described as dusted. These are two negatives to me. I don't like either of them. I like a them. soft boiled, but irregularly boiled. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Hard boiled or soft boiled, you're right, makes me like it better. But if something's like boiled chicken, I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You dropped a chicken in water. 
Yeah. It just feels That's what you did. And it's not it's not this isn't obviously I'm, obviously I'm not a chef. But uh to me that feels um unsanitary boiling stuff. As like you put raw chicken in water and then it stays in that same water. I know that logically you're boiling out the issue, but to me I'm like gross. Dump get rid of that water. I think it's actually like the most it's sanitary. The cleanest, the cleanest. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, it's the cleanest way to cook. It just grosses me out. Yeah, I think it's gross. I feel like it rids everything of flavor, which is probably all the bad stuff. Yeah. Um, getting boiled away. To, I like, unless it's an egg, I'm like, no. But even then, I'd rather have eggs boiled a different, like cooked a different way. Yeah. How do you like your eggs? Right now, I'm very dead on fried. Fried. Yeah. I grew up like tons of butter. Like tons up. of butter. Because, man, an e- a fried egg with tons of butter. I don't know that I've ever had so butter good. on an egg. So. Well, you just put it in the pan and then you fry the egg. Oh. what do You, you, you don't mean? put butter in the pan before you fry your eggs? No, I spray it with, like, the olive oil spray. Wow. Then you're not very in on fried. Yeah. Until you you've had a fried-ass egg. Huh. Get some butter in that pan. Oh, my okay. God. All right. Oh, my God. I'm okay. It's going to make the outside edges crispy. Crispy. And then get some real good We're salt on that. Your life. Yeah, I, I've recently gotten into like high end salt. Get in some high, high end get salt. Some high end I hate salt this. on that it's fried egg. Like Do the it. like chunky salt kind? is sea salt. That's what Neil deGrasse Tyson told me once. Well, Neil deGrasse it all Tyson comes ruins from everybody's dreams. Well, so we're moving boiled. No, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> Dustin moves on to the next round reluctantly. It's a very pretty pen. I dropped mine. Look how light blue that is. Oh, that is nice. I thought it was just a regular ass pen. Shout out to Bic Cristal. 1.66 millimeters. Is it spelled crystal like with an accent? It's just C R I S T A L. How would you say Ooh. it? No, that seems right. Mm. I, she yes. just accused me of being J. No, I thought it was like C R Y S T A L. No, I would have said crystal then. Well, that's why I asked if there was an accent on the A. There isn't. Okay. But then I told you how it was spelled. Let's keep recounting what happened. <laughs> Last one. <laughs> one more time. In the <laughs> round of 16, grass fed versus creamy. Tough. Because they don't often describe the same thing. <laughs> uh, they could. Grass-fed grass fed cheese before. Grass-fed. You've had grass-fed cheese? Yeah. Like it's, it's from a grass-fed cow. Yeah. Grass fed cow. I've never seen cheese described as grass-fed. Oh, what, do, what do cows eat if not grass? Grain. Grain. Well. Corn meals. Corn so meals, according corn. to my research, grass-fed means the animals were allowed to forage and graze for their own fresh food. They may have been given close substitutes like alfalfa during the winter, but unlike grain-fed animals, the emphasis is still on providing the closest thing to a natural diet as possible. Man, see, here's why I don't like grass-fed. And uh, there's probably a lot of vegans and vegetarians listening to this podcast that are going to be like, that. that's why you shouldn't eat meat. <laughs> I don't like thinking about the – I like to think all the animals are grazing until it's time to for them to die and me to well, eat they them. They are not. I know that, <laughs> but grass-fed draws attention to the thing I don't like to think about. Yes, in a perfect world, I would think about it enough that I would stop eating meat, but I don't have time. We don't live in a perfect world. We live in this world, and in this world, when I look at a menu, I don't want to be reminded that not all the meat I eat is from a happy cow that's out there eating grass in a field, that they're just actually in a warehouse somewhere being force-fed alfalfas. But – Counterpoint. Yeah. Grass fed means it's the good one. Correct. I know. It's but also, it also I think at, from Ashley's description, you. it's not necessary. It's like, well, it's the closest. What was the last part of it? To make it as close as possible to an original. Yeah, to their natural diet. As as, re- as close as possible, which means they're not actually grazing. Well, it depends where that Grass fed doesn't mean from. they're out there grazing. They're probably still in the warehouse just being fed grass instead of grain. It's like j- the same. It's still garbage. 
Yeah, I mean, it's one of the ways that you know that it's less garbage than barely nothing. I think it's, it's also in, in now that I'm thinking about it, I think it makes you feel better about a thing that's just as bad. Yeah, when you hear it's grass fed and you're like, oh, good. Well, it, it is better for you. Yeah, sure, but it's still bad in general. To eat meat. To eat the cow. That's been shoved in a factory. Yeah, no, you don't want to be eating a cow from a factory. Do you but we know all are every how day. How much better a creamy version of something is? Like, yeah, creamy is always well, a yes for me. Mac and cheese is the one difference for me. A creamy mac and cheese. What I've found in my extensive mac and cheese studies mm-hmm. is when it's described as creamy on the menu, it's going to come out too liquidy for me. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, I'm not going to say too much cheese because I know that phrase would offend you. There's no but such thing as I mean, too much like, cheese. if you, it's like a cheese sauce yeah, the, and there's yeah. more sauce than pasta. I like the sauce to pasta ratio. I think I'm on the lower side. I like a mac and cheese to be completely coated, the noodle, but I don't need extra outside of the noodle. If you like dip your spoon into the bowl and you can like see that push you are already different. Bit. I'm on fork. I want fork mac and cheese. See, that's, um, it's the same point. So I was trying to gauge like, but I'm saying I wouldn't even, I don't even like thinking about using a spoon for mac and cheese. That's how much I don't like there to be extra than the mac. I like to be able to fork, fork, fork in my mouth. Okay. But yes, you're right. You're missing my point. I'm understanding your point saying that your point is so valid. If um, I was, what I was going to say when I finished my I sentence. Know. Was that if you can get like a liquid in that spoon without a noodle, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you put a little, yeah, no, push I know down a what little, you mean. that's too much. But even with a creamy one, that's not what happened because it's still like a thick liquid. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying you're so right that I would never even use a spoon because I don't mm-hmm. want all that extra stuff. I feel creamy like kicks I, ass, though. I mean, it does in other ways. Creamy brie. Let's go. Oh. I don't know. Ashley tried to get me in on brie. I don't she know. Oh my try. God. She doesn't like the. Okay. You are. You just got actual mad. I need you to chill. You just got real mad. You just made a face. I'm still making it. Yeah, I know. It's just so delicious. She doesn't like pungent cheeses. Okay. It's okay. She's, that's fine. I'm, she doesn't like gravy either. Well, it's just I've fine. had a brie I like. I just don't go and get brie. Got you. Mm. I like brie Larson. Yeah, she's, she's great. Good. She's, she's great. real good. Yeah. So what do we think? To me, it's creamy. Yeah. And it's that's an easy win. Close. Not close. Wow. I thought you guys really put up a fight for grass fed there. Well, I like grass fed. But then why is it not close? Creamy is just always going to be better. All right. That's uh. now we got what? How many are Randy, left? Elite eight. That's right. Elite eight. Spicy versus glazed. It's tough because glazed can be dessert or entree. Mm-hmm. Spicy and dessert. I would be mad at. I've had like a actually just going to not participate. In this I've had a spicy chocolate cake before. That's actually really good. Meh. Mm. No, spicy chocolate can get real good, but if it's cinnamon, yeah, yeah. spicy cinnamon. Um, I'm all for spicy here because spicy uh, is enjoyable for me. You put some Cholula on something, and I'm like, let's Cholula, go. Cholula, you just picked the best of the hot sauces. That's the only hot sauce I can do. I love Cholula. Well, then what are we doing here? Spicy is an easy win. Mm-mm. Glazed is so well rounded. Glazed can be so many different things. Mm. Tell me more like, wait, about sweetness. what's good with glaze that's not a donut. A honey glazed ham. Oh, she got you right off the. She right okay. off the top rope. I, I'm okay on she a, was a like, teriyaki ah. glazed salmon. Yeah, a balsamic glazed, balsamic glazed mushrooms, chicken. Okay, a, there can be a balsamic regular, glazed Russell sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I mean, Russell sprouts. I, I'm, I'm gonna mess with that for sure. Mm-hmm. But put, put a little maple syrup glaze on your bacon and then talk to me. Oh, maple glazed bacon. Mm. Hello. Okay, here's okay. I'm gonna make a point. Go ahead. Glazed needs someone else to be good. 
So what, are you just going to drink Cholula? No, I'm saying if it's just the word glazed, we're not including extra words like maple, like honey. You're just saying no, glazed. That's describing what the glaze is. You can't just pour imaginary yeah, I'm just trying to talk it. about the words that are in the bracket. The word is glazed. Hey, same with dusted. This is Let's cover this now because it's going to come up with dusted. You need an... You can't just say a dusted salmon. You'd have to say yeah, like a chocolate right. dusted. It like you, it's. I mean, I didn't bring no, that Jay, up. You think we're making your point? We're not. We're telling you that you need to just no, but chill with dusted. I didn't bring that up because I was like boiled. Obviously, I'd rather have a dusted. Jay, thing. you're not listening. It, we're saying you. We didn't write the word because we didn't want to call it like maple glazed. No, I know. I'm just <laughs> trying to talk about you're just how being a, you just want spicy, spicy to get through. Doesn't need anybody. Else. Uh, spicy can't get through. Ashley can't have it. I also can't have it. I also genuinely don't think it beats glaze. I don't think so either. I think I'd like you to be more genuine, Jay. Like, what do you really think? I think, I think that it would be a bigger loss to lose things that are spicy than things that are glazed. Overall, in the food continuum. Huh? The food space continuum. (laughs) I think we're just talking about the menu descriptor (laughs) continuum. I understand. I'm just, I'm trying to think about it. And I'm like, if you have spicy or you have glazed, which would you Listen, rather not be able to have anymore? When people like spicy things, they often very much like spicy things. Yeah. And in that argument, I'm picking up what you're putting down. The word spicy isn't the word in the menu that they're like, yeah. Yeah. They want like four alarm. Or no, even just if it's like Chipotle. Yeah. Spicy isn't a good descriptor of spicy food. Spicy is a bad description of spicy food. You want like, Habanero. Mm. You want jalapeno. Well, those are sexier versions of it. That's right. For sure. Spicy is pretty boring, actually. It's pretty basic when you think of it. If you really like spicy food and you see the word spicy on the menu, you're like, it's not spicy enough for me. Are there better versions of spicy? Yes. Yeah. But is there a better version of glazed? No. I don't think there is. Frosted, but it doesn't, it's not the same. It is. It's different. Yeah. Glazed is a very specific word that can't be replaced by other words, and that is why it's moving on to the final four. Woo! I just like making Jay mad. Just watching his face while he's trying to work through the logic. Because we logicked that. We logicked we did. the fuck out of that. That one was logic. We fucking logicked it. <laughs> we just high <laughs> forearm to hand. Momentum. Uh, all right. Oh, you're right, Ashley. For the content. Because that's all this is. Uh, the next matchup. Flaky versus moist. We're picking all the dessert words. <laughs> Glazed can be entree. You said so yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those mm. Brussels sprouts are keeping me Sorry going. I'm eating a Twizzler for the entirety of this. I'm just going to pass out if I don't. So in terms of extremes, think about the best version of something described as moist versus the worst version of something described as moist. I think this On spe- a menu. To on be a clear. menu. <laughs> yes, please, God. I think for moist, it, that's a narrower window because it's not gooey. Gooey can be like runny and like soggy in a yeah. way. Moist is kind of like a narrow window where flaky, we kind of touched on this in the conversation last round. It can be like too flaky. It can be too much. But the amount that it can be too much is less than the amount that moist can be too much. That is the opposite of what I just said. Right. That's my point is that I would rather have something that's flakier than more moist. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to make this easy on us. Moist being a word everybody hates except on a menu was enough to get it through the first round. It's not enough to get it into the next round. We can't continue to say that word on this podcast. (laughs) That can't be why. If you say you like flaky stuff better, that's fine. No, I'm saying food descriptors. Moist as a descriptor, I don't want – it makes me – 
it always makes if you're at a dinner with a bunch of people, then you have to d- discuss the word moist. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's and it's really an annoying conversation. Yeah, nobody wants to talk about. So it. flaky moves on right. into it. Buttery flaky crust. Uh, on the other side of the bracket, seasonal versus whipped. Yikes! Yikes! It's whipped for me. Why is that? Because whipped, as described on my piece of paper, is food that has been beaten to incorporate air, often results in a light, fluffy texture. Yeah. I like things that You're are light and fluffy. You're thinking about cake again. <laughs> it could, uh, well, most of the time in my day, I am thinking about cake, so that's not like <laughs> out of the ordinary. I just looked at the bracket, and we're going to pick all the dessert words. It's going to be dessert in the finals. That's okay. Because I want to pick whipped. I don't agree with seasonal. I do. I disagree with you on mashed potatoes i think whipped fine. mashed I'm potatoes are whipped. Cr- no it okay i was just gonna give it more than just the dessert oh all right so like if you make scrambled eggs if you like whip them yeah great yeah real fluffy yeah yeah i like whipped eggs yeah but i don't whipped- like whipped mashed potatoes because they're too thin i like them to be well you bog them down with butter after <laughs> yeah you just pour a bunch of <laughs> no, butter on si- there i mean they're thick but they're too- i mean they're text i want them to be like smothered <laughs> <laughs> no, I want them to be like a chunkier. No, not even. I just want <laughs> I want them to I could put them in a pile. Whipped, you can't really pile. They kind of just smush out into flat. Got it. I want a pile Substance. of potato. Like I want to be able to if I not that I do this, but Density. to describe it, I want to be able to like pack it into a shape if I wanted to. Mm. You can't do that with like a with your potato. hands. Yeah, I don't. I'm saying I don't <laughs> do that. I'm just trying to describe what I'm what the consistency Shoot. is. I'm looking. So for I think yeah, potato. if it's spreading out on the plate like flat, that's too much. I like to personally build like a um, a reservoir, so like a circular. And I wasn't a saying I literally make gravy. it with my hand. I wasn't. I don't do that. I was trying to describe the texture to you. Yeah, I get it. Okay. I was just also talking about making my little a reservoir. Gravy hole. For your, everybody does that. Yeah, it's great. Just not me because gravy's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Whipped moves on. Last one. Dusted versus creamy. Clear it's winner. creamy. Gotta be. Gotta be creamy. Here's the one argument argument I'll make for dusted. I also think it's creamy, but just for the content. Mm. Dusted to me kind of elevates a dish and then it makes it feel a little fancier. Like here's mm. this like thing scented. and then here's this like lavender scent. It's like sprinkle like oh, salt like when you, just a little when on the, the top. When the chef uses like the little teeny brush to like put something on at it the just, end. It's yeah. just like you do like that little dusted. Yeah. yeah. That That's little, good. you know, like a I'm little like chocolate, a little hazelnut, a little yeah. like dusted, like, ooh, this is fancy. Like, but, you're not uh, taking time to dust. But on. the other argument is that they do that on things that aren't described as dusted. Dusted is usually, when it's in the mm, description of the menu, it's usually like, um, like pepper dusted or like yeah that's a really good point they're not like they're always doing this little thing in the fancy restaurants but they're not describing it as like powdered like sugar dusted yeah that's in the they just put line. it on there yeah. yeah you're right you're right so it's creamy all right creamy so what's the final four final four glazed flaky ah, i lost my pen glazed flaky whipped and creamy i can give you one of these pens no. all right uh, we're going to narrow that down to one because I know you guys can't wait. Edges of your seats. This is a sports podcast. Um, <laughs> but today's podcast is also brought to you by Coors Light. So Ashley, how would you like me to tell the people about Coors Light? Okay, so you know in action movies when one of the heroes is about to be taken away and they're trying to con- tell the other hero all the information as quick as they can before they get taken away by the bad guys? Can no. You, you know exactly what I'm talking about. No, I don't. Listen to me. We only have five minutes. Okay. I need you to blah, blah, blah. That? But as Which the is true God, for this podcast as well. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why she chose it. As the Godfather? <laughs> the Godfather, please. What? Life today's kind of... I can't do a fast Godfather. I can't do a Godfather. 
I can't do a fast god. That's like the that's how you make it. The Godfather is you talk really slow and you pause and you and you talk when you talk like this with a little urgency. Life today is a kind of a lot. <laughs> it's a, it forces us to always be on every but every now and then. It's important to just stop, crack open a a mountain cold cause light <laughs> and chill. You're listening to me. I need you to listen. So when you choose to turn off. Choose the one beer that's made to chill. Cause light, cause light, mountain cold refreshment, made to chill. <laughs> These days, everything is a go, go, go. Nonstop hustle is taking over. It's kind of a lot. There's work, there's friends, family, a million pressing social issues, an expectation to be on all the time. If the pace of things is wearing you down, it's wearing me down. But take a moment, pause, refresh yourself. Don't take that moment right now. Take it later. We got to go. When you choose to turn off, reach for the one beer that's made to chill. Cause light is brewed with a three-step cold process. Okay, three steps. Listen up. Cold lager, cold filtered, cold package. Actually made to chill. Cold lager, cold filtered, cold package. The mountains on Cause Light's cold activated bottles and cans turn blue. Wind chilled to perfection. Born in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado, 1978. You listening to me? Born in the Rocky Mountains, Colorado, 1978. Cause Light, refreshing, crisp, 102 calories. <laughs> That's why Cause Light is the one I choose when I need a moment of chill. So when you want to reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Quiz like Brewing Company, Golden Colorado. You got all that? <laughs> that didn't make any sense. That, was good. that wasn't a good impersonation. But here we are. Final four. The final. I'm so sick of that Rackets sound. Rackets are made for drum rolls. And you're late on all of them. Well, you, you speed through it. Glazed versus flaky. Oh, All right. Again, wet versus dry. Don't. Remember when you said you were going to check if there was water? Was there water? Uh, I forgot. Okay. Go ahead, Jay. I was just going to ask. I feel like now that we're here deep in this stage. Now that we're here. Who would have thought? What is the best? Look at us. Hey. 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 Look at us. Uh, The best version of flaky versus the best glazed. Like what is the so the argument Ashley made last round that you completely ruined? Correct. Yeah, I think the best version of glazed is better than the best version of flaky. I think I agree. I think looking at a menu, something about the F in the word flaky makes me not like it as much. I don't know. I'm just speaking my truth. I look at glazed and I'm like, ooh, glazed something that sounds delicious. If I see something as flaky again, it might be fish. And a flaky fish, I know that's a good word to describe a fish, but it doesn't make me want the fish more than if it were like buttery fish. I think for me, it's that it. I I'm I want it to be flakier more than I want it to be glazed, but as a descriptor, glazed is better. I'm, you lost me there. I have no idea what you're so like, talking about. You, you actually enjoy flaky. flaky better than glazed, but glazed as a description. If it's on a menu, okay. glazed Which is, is what be- we're doing, right? It's but glazed is so better. I'm struggling to think of like what besides fish is described as flaky. A flaky croissant, yeah, a flaky uh, flaky pastry, flaky biscuit, flaky biscuits. Biscuits are always flaky. Yeah, that's pretty like, much it. I feel like those things corn uh, a flaky. Like, is there like a flaky, a flaky, flaky, flaky like no. no, like a chicken pot pie or like a shepherd's pie? Flaky mm. pie, yeah, yeah. They do chicken pot pie, flaky, Sounds good, flaky crust, buttery flaky crust. That's what it's literally about. Have eaten yeah. before this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think glazed. Yeah, I think I can't get past the Brussels sprouts. I'm gonna order a balsamic glazed Brussels sprout <laughs> every goddamn time. <laughs> I just think I don't know. I think the when. It's a little bit of the same argument as with spicy. If I'm getting a biscuit or a croissant or something with a crust, I'm expecting it to be flaky. Like if you're calling it flaky, it's like, well, yeah, duh. My croissant should be flaky. Sorry, croissant. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just thinking now, like I don't really order that many glazed things, but I love a glazed donut. Chocolate glazed, regular glazed. Mm. Glazed. Glazed. Moves on. 
Whipped versus creamy. If we were talking about, this is one of the ones where we can do the same dish. Yep. If this were a mashed potato, are you more likely to order it if it's whipped or creamy? Creamy. Me too. I think I'm whipped. Wow. I've been thinking that for a while. <laughs> oh, you mean for this? You mean for this? <laughs> no, I'm talking about in general. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, I think it's the same as smothered for me. Like a creamy mashed potato feels maybe like it could be too much, whereas a whipped mashed potato is going to be lighter. What if it was a, talking about a pudding? I don't. I can't really picture whipped pudding. I don't know. I was just trying to pick. I'm thinking about cream cheese. Frosting. Yeah. What if it were about frosting? Whipped. Whipped frosting or creamy frosting? As a descriptor, whipped. That's, I I'm still coming. think creamy for me. I like whipped. I liked whipped cream cheese, but like Oof, cre- so like the, well, cream, like the cream already has in, the word yeah. cream in it, so you can't. You're yeah, picking both exactly. I like I like them both. Whipped. I like them both so much. I'm trying to think of anything else. These are whipped. not the words I thought we would come down to. Really? Yeah. How about a whipped butter? You ever had a whipped uh, butter? Whipped butter is fucking incredible. But what it's about a creamy really butter? I think I'd go with whipped. The what whipped about one. A grass-fed butter. I mean, grass-fed butter is also good. <laughs> butter whipped I butter. Think we're, we're all in on butter. Butter. I love butter. Just, I go back can we France. just make just butter, butter? Butter wins. Just butter. <laughs> is the food description. Butter should have been fried. on. Butter yes. on here would have been an easy win. I think creamy can apply to more things. Yeah, it's a broader pool. I think in a couple like small head to heads, whipped would beat creamy. But like in whipped general, is, like they're also whipped is light, creamy's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Like whipped is adding air, cream is adding density. Yes. Typically dairy density. Yeah. A smooth and rich texture there that usually go. comes from the incorporation of dairy. Got it. I think we're all in on dairy I love on this whi- podcast. I love whipped creamy. I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> whipped creamy is delicious. Yeah. Creamy whipped, also good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's whipped. Oh, you changed. Did I say creamy? Yeah. I changed. No, but I like we're kind of talking through it. I think on a menu, I'd prefer the word whipped to Yeah, creamy. I'm thinking about something being described as creamy, and sometimes I'm like, oh, that sounds like it's too much. Yeah. Like, oh, a creamy um, uh, clam chowder. Yeah. I'd be like, too much, yes. too much, too much, too much. Because it's already going to be creamy. Right. Well, no, not necessarily. There's a couple different ways you can make clam chowder. Yes, if it's so a Manhattan like, clam but chowder. No, I'm saying like it, if it's like, is this going to be a runny clam chowder what or is, is this going to be a I'm, runny? Like, you, you know what I'm if saying? If it's runny clam chowder, I'm out. Yeah, you're clam sick. Yeah, you're no one's you're not going to describe it as runny. So if they describe it as creamy, you're like, okay, good. This is the, the no. texture I'm looking for. I'm, I have a comp- I have, To be I honest with you, if they're describing clam chowder, they should write New England and then I'll buy it. That's just... Either way, we're all being douchey now. I don't think... I think I'm just saying creamy as a description of something makes me usually go... Uh, like creamy mac and cheese, I go, that's going to be too much. Yeah, I agreed. Whereas whipped feels like that's going to be light and airy, but still probably delicious. Yeah, if a dessert says it comes with like a whipped something, I'm like, mm. Whipped yeah. cream, for instance. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to think of like a different word so we're not just talking about cream. So we've talked about mashed potatoes. We've talked about eggs. What else can be whipped? Jay? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think uh I think I feel good with just moving whipped on. 
All right. Ricotta. Ah, yeah. Mm. Whipped ricotta is delicious. Yeah, it's so good. Woo! <laughs> All right. Whipped, before we get to the final whipped versus glazed, do you want to give a quick bachelorette update? Bachelor update? Oh. Doodly do? Sure. Hi. Hi. I am Ashley Brayband. Hi. Your, hi. Your bachelor update. Um, last night we got a little bit of housekeeping before the Women Tell All episode. Okay. We weren't sure if you remember if Madison was going to show up for the rose ceremony because mm. they got in the fight about her ultimatum about don't sleep with anybody. Yeah. Um, she did show up and Peter sent Victoria F home. What? Yeah, we knew it was going to happen. So we gave the rose to, first of all, they're standing outside. They were freezing, which like let these women wear jackets yeah. or like give them a scarf or something. Sure, a scarf. He gave Hannah and the a rose. Yeah, why and not? then he's down between Victoria F and Madison. And he goes, Madison, will you accept this rose? And she walks out and she's like, oh. yeah. Oh. Like essentially like, sure. She's like, yeah. And he's wow. like, you sure? And she's like, yeah. And you're like, oh, she's not excited. Like they don't. She's upset. Nobody is excited about this. Uh, he sends Victoria F home and she's just like, it is what it is. Like <laughs> she sucks. She sucks. Goodbye so to her forever. We did the women tell all episode and honestly, the is pretty boring. They rehashed a bunch of the drama that was stupid. The big thing for me was that the two cool ones, Natasha and Kelly weren't there. Mm. Like yeah, Nat- they're too cool for this. Well, no, Natasha had a prior engagement, so she didn't go. Don't use that word. It's yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and Kelly wasn't invited. Yeah, I don't understand that. They didn't uh, like Kelly. Something I know, happened. but like it, it, it's so confusing. No, I mean, like the I producers need to must not have liked more. They didn't like because it. it is fascinating. She went to a monster truck rally instead, and I love her so much. Okay. Um, what else happened? Oh, Victoria F said that she has not broken up any marriages. Uh, Finally, Kelsey got later. a giant bottle of champagne. LOL, so funny. Was yeah, Victoria was F great. at the Women Tell All? Yeah, she was. Okay. Um, and that was honestly like all the drama stuff that happened. They did do an entire segment where Rachel Lindsay, the former Bachelorette, came out and talked about online harassment and like read mean tweets, like really mean tweets that were sent to some of the contestants. Yeah, to just kind of bring awareness to it, which was like, okay, this is a thing that we're doing, yeah. but they didn't really have any like. There resolution like, stop yeah yeah the whole thing was weird okay um, so, so next episode we have the next week there is a two-part live i hate those finale where it's hannah ann and madison are the final two they go to meet they look exactly parents. the same they do look <laughs> very close. similar um and then we find out what happens but chris harrison did say like not a single person knows how this is going to end. Sure. Not even Peter. I bet. And you're like, what is going to... I don't care. It's so confusing. God, this season sucks. It sucks hard. Uh, and that was your Bachelor update. Doodly do. Doodly do. Whipped versus glazed in the final. Whew. What do we think? Man. It's tough. Yeah. It's real tough. I think glazed can apply to more things. That's the first thought that I had. You could put glaze on... You hate just, it. You were out on Glaze I know, this whole but, time. Well, though. listen, we've arrived here and you have to change your paradigm once you change. I think whipped. Wow. I think it's whipped. I mean, to finish what I was saying. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> you stopped. <laughs> you took a very long pause. Uh, you could glaze a carrot just as easily as you, you could carrots. glaze. That's zesty glaze. You really whip a carrot too if you ask for consent. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to make sure you, you actually could on it. whip a carrot if could you whip like, a lot of stuff if you, Matt, if you roast them anyway sure. anyway carrot uh, puree yeah it's okay i mean uh so you could gl- you could glaze a dessert as well as you could glaze a, a meat or a vegetable you can sure. only whip 
You can wait. You can whip a vegetable. You can't whip a meat. Can't whip a meat. Gross. No. Don't want whipped chicken. All right. So you guys pick. I don't care. We just have other stuff to get to. We have three minutes. I was trying to move fast. You both complain about time a lot. Well, this is important. And this is me trying to do time. As you know, this decision will affect us forever. Yeah. I mean, once we pick it, it's the only word we can ever use to describe food. (laughs) That's how brackets work. So. Ashley, you have thoughts? Mm-hmm. You're ruminating really hard. I know, because it's hard. Okay. You say glazed and you say whipped? Sure, yeah, it's down to you. That's horrible. <laughs> what if you just picked? I did pick the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, though, so I'm pretty good at this. Right. Um, I'm going to take... Gonna <laughs> I'm going to take glazed. All right, glazed yeah, it is. Go! I was Should out on glazed. glazed in round one. I know, and now it's back and it wins. <laughs> It took down uh dry-aged, spicy. It had a tough road. It yeah. did. Spicy, flaky. No one can complain about the seating. Man, good for Glazed. So congratulations to Glazed in probably the dumbest bracket we've ever done. <laughs> uh, we have time for one more voicemail, but before we do that, this podcast is also brought to you by SeatGeek. So Ashley, what song do I have to sing? How about Jumper by Third Eye Blind? The worst Third Eye Blind song of all well, the Third Eye Blind. that is. We can it talk starts- about Third Eye Blind songs in a bracket. I have... <laughs> I, it starts right away. You can't just start. I was just going to ask you. It starts right away, right? And then you were going to say yes. So then we weren't going to. You got to count me in. All right. Three, two, one. Do you ever feel like ticketing websites make getting to the event difficult on purpose? It says if they're so big they can't get away with not caring about the customer. Shut your mouth. <laughs> not caring about the customer. <laughs> with millions of live event tickets and a price match guarantee, SeatGeek proves there's a better way. You can search live sports, live music, comedy, and more. SeatGeek has the tickets you're looking for. (laughs) All in one place. A quick look at the App Store shows over 50,000. Five-star reviews. How's that for customer satisfaction? And it's a better process. SeatGeek holds together millions of tickets from all over the web. Then it rates each deal on a scale of one of a one to ten. Yeah, yeah. Scale of one to ten. Yeah, yeah. What part is this? Yeah. I'm on an interactive seat. Map green dots mean good deals. Red dots are over. Price ten. Every purchase is fully guaranteed. So you can shop for tickets with confidence. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone and it's by far the easiest and fastest way to find tickets. In fact, I just the other day used the app to buy tickets at Third Eye Blind. <laughs> SeatGeek will even give you 10 bucks off of your first SeatGeek purchase. All you need to do is... Use our promo code, download the SeatGeek app, download it today, yeah, yeah, download it today, yeah, yeah, and use promo code, knowledge.
song instrumental. Maybe we just uh, talk. Ten dollars off your first purchase. That's promo code Nolan for ten dollars off on your first purchase. It's later, but I thought you'd just end it. Ten dollars off your first purchase. You can end the song now because it's a very long break. But at the end, he goes. Okay, some of that timed out really well. What a joy! That one line rhymed, and I was like, "We can do this. We got this." (laughs) All right, Jay, hit me with voicemail. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Alexander again from Dublin. Uh, hopefully the accent a little bit stronger this time. Yay! Oh. Um, so my question for you guys is, I saw on the internet a picture of the Kool-Aid man, and they asked, what is the Kool-Aid man, the Kool-Aid guy? Is he the jar, the, the jug, or is he the liquid inside of the jug? Whoa! Thanks, guys. Love you. Mean it. <laughs> what? He's just like, he. that breath was like, he, I know I dropped a bomb on the table. There, but have a good day. Uh, it's got to be the pitcher, right? I think he's, I think he's both. I think the Kool-Aid is this blood. <laughs> what? But like, we're like, are, are we as humans, are we just the shells of yeah, our bodies? Yeah, that's asking, are, are we, we our bodies or are we souls? our souls? And it's the tough question. It's, it's a much a more one. philosophical question. Well, here's the thing. The Kool-Aid man spills Kool-Aid out of the jar sometimes. Yeah, and we cry. When he crashes and through we walls. Bleed. Yeah. When he crashes through walls, yeah, some so if Kool-Aid that were him, is him, it would be over. a little piece of himself yeah. every time he crashes right. through a wall. And we lose a little piece of him. He like loses- we lose a little piece of somebody every time they leave the... You get it. Yeah, we <laughs> fall and like we scrape our knee and like we lose skin and then Ew, Ashley, it, gross. It, it's a food bag. So then heals. therefore he's the jar. Yeah, I think he's got to be the jar. No, I think the jar is his body the same way that like it's our body and he the jar Did doesn't exist without no, She doesn't do that. She The jar doesn't gym, exist without the Kool-Aid. Like we right. don't like when we're but dead, he we're still a body. You can't there. say both. I mean So you're saying I think Without think, the Kool Aid, he would just be a jar. But you can't, you can't just have Kool Aid because it's liquid. Yeah, you can't have. So one you need to the hold other. it in something. Okay. But you think the stuff that makes him him is the Kool Aid? Is the face on the jar or inside the? It's jar? on the jar. Okay, don't be weird. The face <laughs> is like floating around. I don't in know. The I'm just asking. I'm jar. just trying to get. I'm just trying to figure it out. Well, you're starting at the wrong spot. The <laughs> obvious. The only obvious thing is that the face is on the jar. <laughs> now we know. Yeah, I think the jar is just. I the think vessel. the Kool Aid guy is where soul meets body. Wow. Wow. Ben Gibbard wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> is that postal service or death cab? Uh, that's death cab. Doesn't make a difference. <laughs> Hope that answers your question. <laughs> For this week's edition of Sports, shout out to Indeed, Beta Brand, Coors Light, and SeatGeek 4. That's four sponsors sure on your sports is. podcast about sports. By the way, watch AEW and go Vipers. This is the sports of the week. Uh, shout out to Stupidity, a podcast that journeys into the wild world of Stugots. Somehow even weirder than this. Uh, go get that wherever you get your podcast. Big thanks to you guys for listening now and again later when you get home and also just maybe on multiple platforms. Just why don't we try it? What mm. if we tried it? Yeah. Just two platforms try each. It. Two platforms each. What is that? That's not a lot. Yeah. You could do that by accident. <laughs> or on purpose. Or you could always just leave us a nice review wherever you get this podcast. Uh, which, by the way, we read and we love them. Like this one from Kyle Dowdle that says, this podcast slaps. Woo! Thanks, nice Kyle. to the point. Love that. Word economy. <laughs> and lastly, don't forget, you can always <laughs> leave a, f- a voicemail. Or you can leave a, f- a voicemail at 860-506-5571. <laughs> Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Aww. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24 7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60 day money back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.